0: Hey folks, welcome to the latest edition of the Shire Salvos podcast. Jack Clifton is behind the mic, keeping you updated with everything that's happening in the life of our church at both our Menai and Miranda locations. We'll also play you the sermon in our James Challenge, week one of our James Challenge, which is very, very exciting uh, to be going through the book of James uh, through church over the next uh, little while. And Kim Briggs uh, brought us the message uh, this week or on Sunday uh, morning. So really excited to bring that to you a little bit later on in the podcast. We also, as I mentioned, have lots to get through in terms of news and different things that's happening around the, the church. We've got lots of events, including the fire pit night that's happening uh, this Friday uh, from 5 until 7 p.m. That is for everyone. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, be uh, dissecting that and also taking a look at some of the other things that are happening around the life of our church. So let's jump in and take a look at your latest Shire Salvos news. Well, first things first, just a reminder that church is each and every Sunday morning now, 9.30am, and of course, no reason to, to check in if you haven't perhaps been to church for a while with COVID and everything else. Um, and yeah, I guess the last time you came, it was uh, once a fortnight or once a month. Um, it has changed. We are having it weekly at the moment, 9.30am, uh, and uh, yeah, we'd really love to see you um, there in the flesh uh, if you are able, uh, able to make it. So Sunday mornings, 9.30am uh, for our church services. Now, as we spoke about, and as you'll hear about with Kim's sermon a little bit later on in the podcast, we are doing our James Challenge over the next few weeks here at our Shire Salves Church services. So, our James Challenge is to live more like Jesus, which is exactly what the Book of James tells us to do. Now, the James Challenge is uh, has been sent out to everyone in churches. Obviously, um, optional. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. But we are doing a, a James Challenge on the U Bible app. So, if you uh, befriend or friend uh, Catherine Lucas, she can invite you to the study there. Uh, But if you're not tech savvy, or you don't want to be doing it on the phone, and you you like the hard copy, uh, there are Hard copy pieces of paper that are at the um, at the welcome desk uh, every Sunday that you can get for the James Challenge. It gives you a Bible reading plan, um, or you can you can also um, search online via Google and find your own Bible reading plan. But they are the specific ones that we're doing um, at church via the U version app, but also the hard copy um, as well. But and I guess also if you get the church email as well, uh, you'll be able to hit, um, uh, directly hit those links and you'll find out um, uh, where you can find more information about the James Challenge. Now, last week on the Shire Salvos podcast, we spoke about the community co-op uh, Sutherland Shire Miranda Salvos as they are in need um, of uh, milk and chunky soup. So it can be placed in the basket at the foyer at Menai uh, Salvos at Bangor um, or dropped to Miranda on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, so they need uh, milk and tin soup, for the, uh, tin soup for their pantry restock. So you can simply buy one or, or many of the uh, one liter UHD milk or a couple of cans of your favorite soup uh, and drop it off at either the Miranda or Menai locations. I know they would be very appreciative of that. Um, David Godkin and uh, Jared Briggs that are doing some tough work out there um, and uh, helping the community. If you can help out there, it just means that you buy an extra couple of cans of soup or uh, an extra couple of um, uh, long life uh, cartons of milk uh, just, to, just to donate. That would be a really generous thing that you could do and to help out not only the community co-op, but help out the, the people um, that need to be uh, doing uh, or, or are doing things tough a little bit at the moment and especially through these cold months as well. The Mental Health First Aid with uh, the lovely Claire Clifton is coming up on Thursday and Friday, the 25th and 26th of August. That's running from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's only $50. That includes food and course material. It's been running at Stanmore House there, the Salvation Army Centre um, or the the, uh, the area there um, that the Salvos have in the inner west region of Sydney, 51 to 53 Harrow Road at Stanmore. For information, you can uh, email Claire directly, claire.clifton at salvationarmy.org.au. That's Claire.clifton at salvationarmy.org.au and as I mentioned last week I've done this course I think it's a wonderful thing whether you're in social work, whether you're in drug and alcohol or whether you're not, um, I, I think it's probably quite naive of us to think we're never going to have contact with someone that is struggling with substance abuse issues, whether it be um, alcohol or drugs, or um, even stuff like gambling um, that, uh, that that we we can we can help with. We know the the mental health damage that that, that has caused um, individuals and families um, over the last five or ten years with online betting and all of those kinds of things. So there's a, a variety of different things that gets covered um, in the in the two day course by Claire. I know I'm a little bit biased because I'm her husband, but I think it's a really well-run course really well thought out and I think it would really benefit anyone uh, whether you're involved in a church or whether um, uh, you're working in uh, in I guess the main region sector of, uh, of your work whether it's finance or whatever I think it's a really important uh, really important thing uh, to be doing we've got some exciting events coming up starting this Friday from five until 7 up at church at Menai we've got Fire pit Friday now this is an event for absolutely everyone it's uh, not just families not just young people it's everyone we want everyone uh, congregating together uh, for a couple of hours there. You can BYO drinks and snacks um, and there is going to be a movie uh, available for the kids Um, and the Woo Marshmallow is provided by church as well which is nice. Just a chance to hang out outside of our our normal normal church hours uh, and get a chance to spend some quality time with people that we know, maybe some people we don't know and uh, yeah, just be um, uh, involved and engaged in fellowship with one another. That's 5 till 7pm this Friday the 5th of August up there at Shire Salvo's Menai. Uh, Boomers and Beyond, their next event's happening on the 15th of August at 10am. at David Godkin is going to share about his amazing, amazing journey through Camino de Santiago. Um, so that is happening 15th of August, 10am. A light morning tea will be provided. And you want more information, you can contact David and Robin Reeves. Um, and if you do need their number, I'm not going to give it out in the podcast for privacy reasons, but if you do need to contact them and you don't have their number, you can con- contact them directly uh, through, um, well, not directly, but you can contact the church office and they'll be able to give you those details. Uh, Boomers and Beyond do have their upcoming dates as well that was, that was sent out in the church email. If you want, uh, again, you can contact the church office for that, but just a few little dates for you to be aware of over the course of the year. Um, uh, August 15th, as we just mentioned, David Godkin will be sharing his um, pilgrimage story uh, through Camino de Santiago. They've got a ferry trip to Bandina on the 19th of September. Uh, the Audley National Park and Cafe um, at, uh, down there in the National Park on October 17. And then on November 21, they'll have the Christmas party at Club Central Menai. You can contact the Shire Salves Church office on 95430487 for any more information uh, in regard to that. Ride and Drive, they, uh, they're having an event on the 20th of August and also the 5th of November. Michael and David Hosking are organizing that. Um, so if you enjoy going for a ride or a drive, whether you're a, a keen motorcyclist or whether you're someone that just likes to jump in the car and likes to see new places and uh, spend time with others and, and get a chance to get out there and drive, um, then I would really encourage you to jump in on that Ride and Drive happening on the 20th of August and also the 5th um, of November. And also, don't forget that the Shy Selvos podcast that you're listening to now, it is the home of everything that you need to know about what's happening at church. We play the church sermon each week, but also have all the latest news. We have got a couple of interviews lined up for the next few weeks. It is available on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. Uh, but if you're perhaps only listening to the podcast for the first time and you're wondering where we're getting all this news from uh, and you're wanting to stay up uh, to date um, with, uh, with all the news around the church, you can head directly to the Shire Salvos website. That's shiresalvos.org.au and also um, head to the Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Shire Salvos. Lots of great news there uh, about uh, what's happening. Happening in the life of our church. Well, that wraps up all of the news section and news that I need to deliver to you. We're going to take a short little break here on the Shire Salvos podcast and then we're going to have our sermon from Kim Briggs, the first week of our James Challenge here on the Shire Salvos podcast.
1: Well, good morning. It is a packed house, isn't it? I've invited my brother in law who just came from the UK. And I thought, oh, I'll get him to church, tell him I'm preaching. So he's here. So welcome, Jono, <laughs> my brother-in-law. Thanks for coming. Thanks <laughs> So years ago, I worked at um, the Sports Centre at Rockdale Salvos. And I organised netball competitions and basketball and soccer. And it was an interesting place to work. And people and sport, I found out that people are very passionate about sport. Who is passionate about sport? Yep, a lot of you. And I noticed that some people would come and go in the same mood, and then there were others that were heavily impacted by the result of the game. Can you imagine? Anyone like that here? (laughs) people are going yes under pressure I got to see who they truly were when their team was losing or the referee made a bad judgment call in their opinion or things weren't going their way their attitudes on the court were sometimes very unlike what I could see in everyday life Some people who appeared so calm on arrival when things, you know, looked interesting and the pressure, and um, they were a little bit like a volcano. You think, what a nice mountain, what a nice volcano. And then you would see it start to rumble and then eventually explode and lava would be everywhere. That was a little bit about what I saw sometimes. And there would often be people walking out the building, yelling and screaming who arrived very, very calm. So, it was all because of a game. Now, this rarely happened when they were winning. If they won, this rarely happened. But it only happened when their team was losing. And often I ask myself, is this who they truly are? Were these, their true colours, under pressure? And today's message is called, Who Am I? And as we look into James, there is a clear teaching about who we need to become in times of pressure and when life gets tough. And today is week one of our five-week series of the James Challenge. And today we're looking at the first part of chapter one. This book was written by James, so I'm going to tell you a bit about who James was he was one of Jesus brothers and he grew up with Jesus and he wasn't a believer in his early years and we read in the book of Mark and then in John that it says Jesus siblings thought that he was out of his mind his brothers mocked him and they didn't believe him I mean can you imagine your brother telling you that he was the son of God (laughs) I'm the son of God And I am the saviour of the world. I'm not sure any sibling would believe that. Like when I was young, I told my brothers that I was going to be a movie star and a famous singer. And that they would be my backup singers. And they'd sing harmonies and they just thought, yeah, right, Kim, good on you. It's never going to happen. And they didn't believe me. But much like Jesus' brothers didn't believe him when he said those things. So James was a sceptic and not a believer. But then along along the road, James, somewhere along the line, changed his tune. And writers say that James was an eyewitness to Jesus' death and resurrection. And that'll do it, wouldn't it? Seeing your brother die, and then three days later rise again, that would definitely transform your life and convince you of the truth. So much so that James goes on, at the beginning of James, he says, and he refers to himself as a slave to God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a turnaround. In this statement, he is saying that he is all in. And this is what he stood for. This was who he was. Now, James was known as a pillar of the church and a peacemaker. And he led the first church in Jerusalem. And this was who he was writing to. And the church at the time were going through hard times. And there was famine and poverty. And they were being persecuted for what they believed in, for being Christians. Now, the overall theme of the book of James is of patient perseverance during trials and temptations, encouraging Christians to look at themselves and live consistently with what they have learnt in Christ. Now, James's life ended because of what he stood for. He was stoned to death, and his life had been transformed from being an unbelieving, sceptical, Skeptic thinking that Jesus was a few sandwiches short of a picnic, to then experiencing Jesus' death and resurrection and now being all in, and then giving his life for what he believed in. So as we work our way through the James Challenge, I encourage you to, it goes for the next five weeks, if you don't have a Bible, ask us for one, or download the, download the Bible app, And work your way through it because there is so much gold in these books, more than what we can bring you every Sunday. And a few weeks ago, we had a taste tester of James 1 and we talked about words and what comes out of our mouth, off our tongue, and how that reflects things going on in our heart. So, today, as we read verses 1 to 8 about difficult times, I want to ask uh, us to ask ourselves, who am i who am i under pressure who am i becoming and who am i turning to and that's what james is talking about whether it's everyday pressures or stresses when other people seem to be putting pressure on you and bubbling things and triggering things inside you or maybe it's significant trauma or tragedy hurt or persecution James is teaching us as Christians how and who to be in those times. So who am I under pressure? Who am I when life gets tough? A few years ago, Stuart and I lived out a very stressful situation. It was in an afternoon and we were sitting and we were watching TV and the doorbell rang. We went to the door and the police were standing there. And one of our kids had been involved in an incident. And they wanted him to give a statement. And in that moment, the hours of waiting and stressing about what it could look like, I felt like I was going to faint. The blood was rushing from my head and my heart was beating. And I realised in that moment who I was. That waiting was unbearable. And I was trying everything I could to distract myself, putting the TV on, not thinking about it, I didn't want to talk about it. And I just wanted it to go away, and I thought, it was about five in the afternoon, I thought, I'm just going to go and sleep. I wanted to sleep it away. And I thought sleeping would get me through this time, quicker. And under pressure, I wanted to run and hide. And I didn't really want to talk about it and the possible outcome. And as someone who loves to talk, that really surprised me, even me. And what about you? When tough times come, what when the pressure is on and things aren't as you've dreamt it, who are you? And I love how Eugene Peterson puts it in the message. When tests and challenges come, under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colours. Sometimes, like me, you may have even surprised yourself how you are in, as you reflect on those tough times. So who am I under pressure? Then in verses two to four, it says that when troubles come, it's an opportunity for great joy. Who has read that and thought, what? As if. When our faith is being tested, it's a chance to grow and develop. Who am I becoming under pressure? And it's not about pretending that you're having fun in tough times, but basing your joy on the promise of God and what he intends to do during that season. And in thinking about that stressful night that we had, which then became a bit of a season and a journey, in hindsight, I realised that you can't sleep the bad times away. Actually, you need to call out to God and ask for wisdom and peace, which we eventually did. But the tough stuff, which can feel unbearable at times, is what makes us stronger and more resilient. And to have joy in those seasons does not mean to smile when your heart is breaking, but real genuine joy is knowing that you are loved by God. He can carry you in the storm. He'll give you self-control and peace when you ask him. And in the message, James puts it so simply, don't try and get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed. In leadership development, it's often said that we learn from our mistakes. And the hard stuff makes us better. And sometimes the smooth, easy road and always being successful can make us complacent and sometimes get a little bit arrogant. And for those of you that have challenges at school or work or even on the sporting field, often caused by what other people say and do or decisions we don't agree with, The moments we can ask for wisdom and peace make us stronger. But it's not easy. And then there are those of you that have had life-altering pressures, even when it's hard to breathe. We need to ask ourselves, who am I becoming under pressure? James also says, through the hard times, Not only ask for wisdom, but be sure your faith is in God alone. Don't divide our loyalty. Who am I turning to under pressure? I've met some people that try and cover all bases of faith. They may have an angel on their key ring, or they go to a clairvoyant or a Buddha in the lounge room a crystal in their handbag and then a Bible in their top drawer, spreading the loyalty just in case. And there are times when I have lent on what other people have given me, other, other advice or I've Googled advice, instead of really truly leaning on what I know God is speaking to me about and asking and trusting God alone and asking him for wisdom. And James says... Ask God for wisdom boldly, because he will give this to you generously. He says, don't be divided in your loyalty to Christ, because those people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord, because their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are in unstable in everything they do. In difficult times and times of pressure, the times I have laid in bed worrying and trying to work things out myself and then Googling what I need to do were the times I felt unstable because I wasn't rooted in the things of God. Until one night, I saw this great thing on Instagram, a post, and it was one of the best bits of advice in getting through tough times and falling asleep. And it said... Sleep like a baby and let God be God. And I know you. some of you may be thinking, my baby doesn't sleep well and all through the night. My, and at one stage, we had a baby, Josh Briggs, who woke 10 times in one night, a long, long time ago. But it's not really a good analogy. But generally, babies sleep soundly, And they trust that their parent is taking care of everything. And just like us, when we fall asleep, God has us on his mind. He is at work while we are sleeping, while we're awake. Sleep like a baby and let God be God. So we need to ask ourselves, who am I turning to under pressure? When I look at James and why he was so passionate about this message after being so cynical and disbelieving. He eventually died for his faith. And the reason why he was so passionate was that he had truly experienced Jesus live out what he had promised. He watched his brother Jesus die on a cross to pay the price for the sins of anyone who would accept that truth. Then he witnessed Jesus come back to life, be resurrected, just as he said it would happen. Then just as James accepted and experienced that truth, he then realised this is what it's all about. He experienced the overwhelming Love of Jesus through the power of the cross. Have you experienced this truth? Do you know what the Lord has done for you? Because if you don't, I want to tell you, it will knock your socks off and transform your life. This is why I do what I do. I mean, remember, I could be out there being a movie star and a singer (laughs) with my younger brothers as backup singers, but I'm not. Do you know how loved and valued you are? Do you know what Jesus has done for you? Who am I? Who am I in the hard times, when we're pushed to the limit, when things aren't going how we dreamt it would be, and when we have no control. And as we think of these things right now, of the things that we want to change, God doesn't want us to live in guilt and shame. All guilt and shame has been paid for through the cross. Let's not live in that place. But rather, true repentance is turning from what we know is wrong and comfortable, to then living life fully for God, being all in. And if I'm honest, sometimes I get so frustrated thinking about other Christians who have let people down, and it appears they don't represent Jesus well. But then I remember that I can only control who I am. And to be honest, I'm pretty flawed And when I start to look at the speck in someone else's eye, I'm reminded of the huge big log in my own eye. And then I remember that it begins with me. And this morning we heard that song. It starts with a man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. Then it says, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself And make a change. We need to ask ourselves, who am I? And who am I becoming? And where does my loyalty lie? Do you know the true promises of God through Jesus on the cross? And today we're going to claim who we want to be. Who we will be from this moment. We have a mirror down the front here. And it's pretty messy and dirty. And I don't know what you see when you look in the mirror, who you think you are. Sometimes it's not great, is it? And the mirror's a bit dirty. But I'm going to invite you to come and write on this mirror. We've got pens down here. Because it starts with you. It starts with the man in the mirror. Now, we're all a work in progress. But today may be the day that you will put your loyalty in God alone. So you may want to write that, in God alone. The gift of Jesus means that we can live with no guilt or shame. You might want to write that down. Claim that. What a freedom to live in that place. So come and claim that. It may be as simple as God is prompting you to claim a good attitude... Be kind or live with no judgment. Also, I realise that a lot of you, under pressure, do claim freedom, peace and joy. So come and write that down as a reminder to yourself how Jesus has transformed your life and you want to continue to live that way. What is stirring in your heart today? Today may be the day that you decide that I want to be a Christian, I want to be all in. Then write that in the mirror, I'm all in. Whatever it is, claim that over your life today. We'd love for this mirror just to be full of promises of God. And I love that video of Sebastian Vettel who said that his best race is yet to come. My prayer is that you will claim that over your life right now. He also talked about solving things in the future, but it needs to lead to action today. So I invite you to come. There's going to be a song play and ask yourself, who am I? As you look at yourself, write it down and claim it today.
0: Kim, bring us the word this week on the Shire Salvos podcast. If you were there in the flesh and perhaps you're just refreshing your memory, um, very well done. Uh, but if you weren't there and I really hope that you're able to be encouraged uh, by that and uh, yeah, I guess some of the rawness that Kim showed us as well with some of the, the stuff that that she's been going through and, and, and family uh, things that she's been going through as well. Uh, it was really good to hear Kim uh, bring us the word this week. So hope that uh, it uh, encouraged you or spurred you on or yeah, we're able to get something, uh, something out of that sermon from Kim this week. And that wraps up everything that we have here for you on the latest episode of the Shire Salvos podcast. We'll be back next uh, Monday afternoon for a brand new episode of the podcast, uh, wrapping up all the latest news and what's happening in the life of our church and also the latest church sermon from our church service on Sunday. But until then, this is Jack Clifton bidding you farewell. God bless. See you next week.